Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code Odyssey. So head to b o l l and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Super Bowl's in the rearview mirror. We have our Hall of Fame inductees. Plenty of stuff, though, to talk about as the NFL heads towards their new year with free agency and the draft, and so there is always a lot to talk about. It might always be game day in Cleveland, but it's always time to talk about the NFL and the Browns and, and other Cleveland stuff right here on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Again, he's Daryl. I'm Andy. If you want to be a part of the show, all you need to do is hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Game Day CLE. Daryl, let's start with this. Um, Joe Thomas was generous enough to spend some time with the Cleveland media this week and talk a little bit more about his uh, involvement in being in the next class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, I got to think that Joe at some point is uh, his vocal cords are going to need to rest <laughs> with all no these. It, it's, the, it's the Joe Thomas media tour right now. He's on Dan Patrick. He's on all these uh, shows across the country. Uh, and and rightfully so. He's going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, he is, uh, uh, I guess, Hall of Fame elect Joe Thomas, I believe, is the. Uh, Fair enough. The 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 official title until he is actually inducted. Um, I'm curious who's going to do the inducting in Canton because Andrew, is it Andrew Hawkins? What do you think? I I don't know who it's going to be. I, I mean, he's had so many teammates over the years. He 20 different starting quarterbacks, 22 in total. Um, he's had hundreds of teammates. Uh. I don't know who it's going to be. And and he told us this week that he doesn't know, like he hasn't given it much thought and amid all of the uh, celebration down in Arizona during Super Bowl week, um, it slipped his mind to ask the all other hall of famers, like how they picked their presenters, you know, what was important to them and, and how they, 
you know, made that decision. So we don't know who's going to be doing the presentation yet. So stay tuned there. But, um, you know, it, it's, I have an idea. I'm <laughs> so I have a no, few I have an too. idea of what he should do. Okay. Line up all 22 quarterbacks and let them do one paragraph. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Isn't that a great? I'd love to see that. You know, um, so yeah, we got to speak with him though, uh, over zoom, uh, um, of course, you know, he did all the, the gaggles there, uh, out in, uh, Arizona, the, the story of the door knock obviously is now well known and just to kind of, I guess, take people a little, you know, behind the curtain here. So like, because the story's pretty much out there as far as right. Uh, um, you know, Walter Jones knocks on his door, his wife set it up and his right. wife, Annie. Uh, arranged for it. His, you know, kids check. They hear the door knock. They check, and they, you know, they, 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 see, they don't know it's Walter Jones. They just see a guy in a, in a, in a gold jacket out there, you know, and, um, and I think that they realized in that moment what it was, and, uh, you know, uh, watching Joe uh, try and hold back the the emotion, uh, you know, the 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 tears of joy as he was recounting that story today uh, um, about, uh, you know, the, the reaction of his kids. Because let's be honest about it. His kids are so young. Like, they they don't remember seeing him play no. uh, uh, at all. And he made the joke about how, like, his kids really don't care about much, <laughs> you know, right. it, it involving him. Like, he's like, hey, yeah, you know, we're going to go back to Cleveland because dad's going into the Browns Legends Club and, the kids just, well, okay, dad, whatever. <laughs> like, we don't care. What does um, that mean? Yeah. You know, because they're, they're, they're too young to uh, appreciate it just yet. But now uh, I, you know, the fact that I think that that was the first time that Joe got to see his kids appreciate, uh, you know, what he did professionally. I think that that's what really, you know, grabbed at him. So it was, you know, it was great to hear from Joe. Um, and, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, down in Canton come August. It's, it's going to be a three ring circus. Let's be honest about it. Um, I've mentioned I, my anticipation, it's going to be Browns V jets in the hall of fame game. I think that that's the, the, the perfect matchup. I know they play in the regular season, but who cares? The NFL doesn't care. Um, we, we've seen preseason games or I should say we've seen preseason matchups, uh, of regular season games within the 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 same uh, schedule there, so that's not going to prohibit the NFL from doing it. But yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to August. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, well deserved by Joe being a first ballot Hall of Famer. But uh, yeah, it just it's it still seems fresh and new to me. Right, we're we're approaching almost a week since the the, the reveal that NFL honors that he's in the Hall, but it, it still it feels fresh and and new to me, even though, like I said, you know, we, we, we have a lot of details of, uh, you know, some of the behind the scenes, um, you know, I, I'm just glad I do agree with Joe. I'm glad they didn't like make them wait in a hotel room and sweat it out on, right. on, on Super Bowl Saturday, waiting for like the a night. juror. Yeah. You know, waiting yeah. for the night that they, um, cause he told us that the actual door knock happened the week of the Cleveland sports awards 
on the Friday, January 27th. So when he was in Cleveland, I think he had a pretty good idea. He was getting in, He did, but he didn't take it for granted because he didn't have official word. So he but knew he at the sports awards he was in, though. No, he did not. Oh, he didn't? Oh. No. After the because the sports awards were like the 24th or something like that, and he right. knock actually happened that Friday on the 27th at his house in Wisconsin. So, but I, I mean, you could tell he was pretty confident he was going to get in, but sure. didn't, but didn't like assume or take it for granted that it was, you know, fait complete that he was in. Um, and, but I mean, he was take taken by surprise because it happened two weeks before like the official announcement. And, you know, they want to keep yeah, all that. Sit on it. Up. Yeah. yeah. You know, everyone had to so, kind of sit on it. He, 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 let me let me tell you how this should go down. Right. So you get the 22 quarterbacks they played for. They all get a paragraph. And the last person says, ladies and gentlemen, the newest inductee to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Joe Thomas. And then it's quiet. And then Joe doesn't come to the podium. And then they go to a monitor above the podium. And Joe is fishing somewhere and gives his speech while he's fishing somewhere, somewhere in a Creek, somewhere yeah, in Northeast Ohio or Montana or Wisconsin or something. That's the way the whole thing should go down because his career then would end exactly the same way it began. Yeah. But I think Joe wants the parties in Canton. Well, I'm just saying they could have a camera behind the stage where it looks like he's, where it looks like he's fishing somewhere. I think that would be the most appropriate thing. Or they just put a green screen behind him when he comes to the podium. They just put the green screen behind him and superimpose like a a lake or a fishing lodge or something. Perfect. He comes out. He comes out with a fishing rod, or you know, yeah. I um yeah that 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 I think that'd be fun. Um, let's not forget Phil Savage, uh, the GM that drafted him. He played for six, seven GMs. Played for six head coaches. I lost count of the offensive. I think he six different offensive coordinators, not including head coach slash offensive coordinator. Cause we had a couple, so there's like 40 teams. people he could put up there. They could all do one paragraph. Oh yeah. Just like line them up machine gun style. Boom. Joe was this Joe was that Joe was yeah. everything in between. Yeah. Especially for a guy that has like no rushing stats, um, no tackling stats. You know, that's the beauty of being an offensive lineman going into Actually, the NFL. No, I hang on. I, let me look at, I think Joe, other does than consecutive snaps, give me another, uh, pancakes, we could probably do that. That'd be one stat you could use for him. Well, I did 30 sacks in over 6,800 pass. I guess sacks pass. allowed. That would be one yeah. you could talk about. Yeah. Um, I think he does have uh, a cap, uh, a tackle or two on his. I'm looking it up right now. So here oh, you go. Turnover? I I already looked. I already looked it up. So he does not have any official tackles on his resume. However, he has. 10 fumble recoveries. Huh, I didn't realize that. Is that a Falling record or is that a lot or all in on loose footballs? Yeah, that I mean that's congratulations. So, yeah, so he's he's got he's got 10 fumble recoveries and officially one less touchdown than Deke, too, though, right? He has two rushing yards. Well, would he pick up a fumble and try to run the ball? Yeah, he rushed for two yards in 2013. So all of this plus Joe talked today. So we're going to hear that when we come back on it's always game. I mean, the stats will just blow your mind away. So <laughs> we'll hear more uh, about what Joe Thomas had to say as he spoke to the media. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin back after this. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. My days working and taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. It's always game day in Cleveland. Daryl Ryder, Andy Baskin with you, talking some Browns as we always do. Reminder, mobile sports betting finally legal here in the state of Ohio. BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible See all of today's winners by heading to BetQL.com or downloading the BetQL app and claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan for exclusive sportsbook offers. He is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Still talking about Joe Thomas, who had a chance to talk to me. So what did Joe talk about with the media uh, this week? Well, I mean, a lot of it was, you know, kind of rehashing just, you know, how everything went down with the door knock and, uh, the emotions uh, of of the weekend and trying to recover uh, from all that, uh, having yet to figure out who's going to present him um, in Canton. Um, you know, he, he, uh, so yeah, we, we just kind of covered, you know, a lot of the, you know, we, we, we try not to make the guy, the guy cry. Let's just put it that way. We almost did accidentally. We almost did make him cry. But, um, yeah, it was uh, it was good to hear from him. Um, I mean, did he get any more specifics? Or I mean, and it's got to be well, weird. Here, I mean, let, what was let, a, it was a Skype conference call. Yeah, here, here's how this goes. So uh, it was a Zoom call. Basically, was with, with the like Zoom calls, we get like two questions. So right. I I got two questions. Is this just Browns beat reporters too, Daryl? Yeah. Just Browns, okay. Yeah. So uh, here, why don't we do this uh, for you? Uh, I'll just uh, go ahead and play. Uh, the two questions that I got in uh, with Joe for you now. Hey, Joe, first off, uh, congratulations. Uh, Well-deserved. How, I guess, overwhelming has it been the last couple of days? I imagine the phone calls, the text messages, the DMs have uh, really blown up. Just what has been the, uh, I guess, the, the reception and the outpouring uh, of support uh, that you've uh, received since uh, it was announced? 
Yeah, it's been incredible. Um, I've never had so many text messages in my inbox. Usually I'm the type of person that tries to be really responsive and get back to people within 24 hours. That's kind of what I try to do is, is, as long as I have my phone or I'm, you know, not hunting in the woods and then I don't want to talk to anybody. But um, I usually try to get back to everybody. But the first night I had over 300 messages when I started responding. And then by the time I spent like two and a half hours responding, I was back over 300. And then I realized I was missing like important things like, oh, here's your tickets for the Super Bowl. This is what time you have to be there for the shuttle tomorrow. And then I realized, okay, I really need to prioritize rather than just going in order. I need to like kind of sift through these messages and find out, all right, what are, what are the things that I have to know for tomorrow? And then try to get back to those and then get back to everybody else, hopefully by uh, the time I get back to Wisconsin. So, um, it's certainly been a little bit overwhelming emotionally at times walking up onto the stage Friday afternoon for the Merlin Olson luncheon when they announce us as Hall of Famers and there's like 70 Hall of Famers that are back and they're all in their gold jackets and they announce your name. They show the knock video and all of a sudden you see, you know, 80 legends of the game. Many of the faces that were guys that you cheered for and that you idolized as a kid, they're standing up and they're clapping for you and you have to walk this little walk up onto the stage and you get to ask a question. I remember my knees just crumbling and going weak. And I was just so overwhelmed with emotion in that moment that uh, I lost like dexterity and the ability to think of what I was trying to say. And I probably didn't say anything that made any sense in that moment, but it's one of many overwhelming emotional moments that I had in the last week. You've had so many teammates over the years. So I, I know we joke about the quarterback thing uh, often. Um, I think I saw you spend some time with Colt McCoy recently. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of curious, you know, because some of those guys, they just weren't here long enough for you really yeah. to have any type of a, a meaningful relationship with them. But I am kind of curious, you know, how many of those guys have you kept in touch with over the years and how many have, you know, reached out to congratulate you and uh, thank you for keeping their blind side clean? Sure. Yeah, there's actually been a ton of them that have reached out since the announcement happened on Thursday night. And I think that's one of the cool parts of being an inducted to the Hall of Fame is you start hearing from a lot of guys that maybe you haven't heard from in a while. Um, and it triggers a lot of cool memories from your time together. You know, maybe it wasn't always on the field on Sundays with a win, but it was memories in the locker room or the weight room or, or maybe a dinner that you went to with them and, and their wife or like with me and Colt, we became such good friends because we we're both kind of country boys and we'd spend the off season hunting and fishing together. And then our wives became good friends and um, him being the backup quarterback for the Cardinals this season, he was like a mile down the road from where we had our rental house last weekend. And so my oldest daughter, Logan turned 10 on Friday and they threw a birthday party for her. Cause we both have four kids that are pretty similar in age. Um, so it, it, it was great having the opportunity to, to share my hall of fame moment with not only my kids and my wife and my family, um, but a lot of people that were there in Arizona that I played with, um, but also people that were just watching back home and being able to make those connections and have them reach out and, and kind of talk to them and just catch up with a lot of those guys and, and remember some of the more positive memories that we had together as teammates. But it was really interesting. I I didn't realize the Colt McCoy um, friendship that, that that he had with him. And I mean, you really think about it. You know, Colt changed the game when it came to concussions and the way that we see things. And Colt's dad, you know, stepping out and saying something's called his dad stepping up and saying, "How did you put my kid back out on the field?" 
when he was there and and to know that um that that relationship lasts because i mean daryl you know as well as i do sometimes you'll run into guys years later no matter what sport and you'll be like hey do you still talk to so-and-so and they're like i dude i haven't talked to him in 10 years i haven't talked to him in 15 years so i think when you hear professional athletes say that they still talk to to guys um that means their their friendship had to have been really special because i mean i just know off the top of my head guys that play for the indians that like i'll i talk to them more than their teammates do like brian anderson you know like i still talk to him all the time but you ask him hey do you, have you talked to so-and-so who you played with and he's like dude just you know his life went one way mine went the other i like i'll never forget that first year that, that like i was traveling with the indians there was a pitcher who got cut um like halfway through the season because he had a tantrum it was crazy i mean it was he was probably like the last reliever on the team but i was friends with him and it was early in the season actually and he got called up and he made the team and um uh, eric wedge had called him into the office and said hey we're gonna send you back down to the minors here for a little bit and he freaked out like he went nuts and started throwing baseball bats and stuff and we never saw him again and i remember turning to somebody else who was on the media staff that worked for the same company that i did and i'm like oh my god did you hear what happened so and so um he's gone and the guy looked at me and he goes yeah and i'm like well i mean i thought he was on the team you know and he was just like dude if you get too close to these players or you get to know these guys the way you, you think that you're you're gonna get your heart broken about 50 or 60 times a year um if you really want to get to know somebody know the front office and know the coaching staff because odds are they're going to be here much longer and I, that was like a lesson that i learned so whenever i hear a story like that with joe thomas saying talking about cold it always just kind of like wow that must have been a special friendship because they just don't exist well yeah i mean nobody lasted here in cleveland when joe was here like like honest to goodness i think maybe joe batonio might be his longest tenured teammate four seasons like because there's just been there was just so much change uh when he was uh here and that's i think also what makes his career so remarkable um you know, we, we, we've kind of talked about it, but yeah. So like I, I was only one I'm, other player I can think of that might've been here long enough to, that he would have known. And so Boston. Ryan Pomprion was here from 03 to oh, 11. So. Oh, the, yeah. The long snapper, the long snapper. Cause long snappers are hey, guys that stay forever. That's Butch why they're Davis. always the union reps. Butch Davis drafted a pro bowler. Ryan. There Pomprion. you go. Good job, Butch. <laughs> True story. But I yeah, mean, so like on that, on that zoom call, I just, I just, I wanted to ask stuff that hadn't been asked that he hadn't been asked 150 million times in his media tour. And I wanted to get something different out of him than him just like re, you know, rehashing things that he had said either on uh, other shows or press conferences, press junkets or whatever. And I, you know, uh, I'm appreciative that he, he gave me two really, really great answers he and did. offered, uh, you know, some detail that he hadn't shared, you know, him talking about the, the luncheon where he just, you know, was just overcome and, you know, nearly lost his, his balance being up there in the presence of, of all those hall of famers and realizing that he's now in that club and then him talking about his, uh, you know, his friendship and relationship with, uh, you know, Colt McCoy, one of uh, 20 different starting quarterbacks that, uh, you know, he blocked for. So, I mean, that's that's the thing that y y you have to do sometimes because poor Joe, as I mentioned earlier, Andy, like he's talked out. Like he's done a billion interviews 
and answered a billion questions. He's had, uh, I thought Tom Withers had a great line during the Zoom call. He said, let me be the 10,363rd person to congratulate you <laughs> on making it to the Hall of Fame, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm glad that I was able to get a little different flavor out of him. Uh, and and that was, uh, you know, the great thing about Joe, and we'll talk about it in the next segment. Um, and, and what I uh, appreciated most is uh, the volume of insight he was always willing uh, to give us. And I will share with you a secret of covering an NFL locker room as well. Well, there we go. It's all next on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's always game day in Cleveland. I'm Andy Baskin. He's Daryl Ryder. Right, you left me with that cliffhanger there, Daryl. What, what is the secret of being inside an NFL locker room? Always talk to the offensive linemen. Why they're, the smart, they're the smartest people on the team. They really are. And I don't mean that disrespectfully to any of the, the skill guys or position guys, but they just have such a, a unique perspective. And the old adage, right, games are won and lost in the trenches. Well, those guys are in the trenches, man, and they can talk about everything. They can talk about the, you know, the, the passing game because they're pass blocking. They can talk about the run game because they're the ones trying to open up the lanes for the running backs. Um, you know, they, they can talk about the opposing defense that they're facing defensive linemen, linebackers, safeties, right? Um, so they, and often they have some of the most unique personalities, uh, on the team too. Uh, and again, I mean that in a very complimentary fashion. Um, so yeah, you talk to, uh, talk to the offensive linemen, you'll learn a tremendous amount 
not only about them as people and and as players, but the game of football as well. Um, I have found that I over the years, um, I, I know I don't have as many years as as some on the Brown, uh, some of my colleagues do on the Browns beat. But one of the things that I have come to appreciate uh, over my 15 plus seasons with the Browns being like my primary job responsibility covering them is just the volume of insight that I'm able to glean just by talking to offensive linemen. All right, I'm trying to see if you're right here. So what I did was I looked up NFL players who went to Harvard. Can we admit that Harvard probably is the, is the standard for the smartest school in the country? Is that fair? Or is that is that can we say that or no? Are we going to talk about all the degrees the front office and the coaching staff has? No, no, is no. That- I'm talking about players. I'm talking about players. Can we use Harvard as our base? You don't. You don't have to go to Harvard to be considered intelligent, Andy. Okay, well, hang on. Here, I'm going to go through the Harvard. You got five players who went to Harvard. Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback, right? Cameron Brait is, what, a tight end, Tampa. Um, Anthony Fersker is, is that, did I say his name right? Fersker? Isn't he a wide wide receiver um, for the Titans? I'm trying to find an offensive lineman. Tyler Ott, long snapper. There you go. Kyle Juszczyk, who's from Northeast Ohio, Medina, um, fullback, Harvard, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, as we all know, quarterback. Again, you don't have to be a Harvard graduate to be considered intelligent. Because that would, that, what, where did you go to school, Andy? Uh, I went to the, uh, uh, I don't know, Harvard of Stark County, Kent State University. Okay. In Stark County, I don't even know. No, I believe it's Portage? in, uh, I think it's in like Summit or Portage. No, it's not. It's either Portage or Stark. No, Stark County is Canton. What am I thinking? Portage County. Mm-hmm. Portage County. Come on, Andy. You're better than that. I think. It'd yeah, be no, nice if I knew what not. county. Hey, hey, Kent know. State. See, I got to Google where I went to school. See, you, you, you might have a degree from Kent State, but you're a moron. You don't even know what county it's in. Where'd you go to school? Portage County. Like I said, Portage County. Yeah. I went to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> where was that? <laughs> Life. Oh, you went through life. What county is that in? Cuyahoga. That's all that matters. No, Cuyahoga, right? Cuyahoga, Trumbull, and Mahoning counties. And Medina County, too. Oh, you crushed it. You crushed it. You've done the tour. Along I'm with wor- the parish of New Orleans, Louisiana. Maybe we can figure out if we've worked in all 88 counties in Ohio. At least I knew that. So um, you're what try- else- you, you had to be a smart aleck and try and make a point about... <laughs> and you couldn't Harvard. even figure out... <laughs> So that means you're an idiot. <laughs> that does not mean I'm an idiot. Trust me. I, the day I've had today, I feel like an idiot. Hang on. Let's see. How many NFL players went to Yale? That's the other one. Oh, good NFL God. Yale. But, but you don't have to go to an Ivy League school to be intelligent. There are hundreds of thousands of colleges and universities across this great country of ours. Yes. I'm listening. Keep going. I want to hear the rest of this one. <laughs> I'm trying to say that with a straight uh, face. Yes. Um, all right. I'm looking for Yale football. We're a Browns podcast, so I'm I am actually censoring myself right now. That's what I'm doing. Why? Because <laughs> I don't want to say anything that's going to get me in trouble. Oh, you're not going to get in trouble. Uh, I'm looking for players from Yale in our I lifetime. I have thoughts about the higher education system in this country that I will keep to myself. Uh, 2022, Rodney Thomas, the second safety, Colts. 
otherwise there aren't many Yale players. All right, good. We've done our this Ivy is, League business now. This is a hill, this is a hill you're dying on. You're, I, you, you have died. There are many hills I'm dying on these days, bro. You, it's not you worth have it. you have died. You have died painfully on that point. That you. What else did uh, our friend? That was just, say? That was a Any massive other bits of wisdom from Joe Thomas. Um. Yes, he he had something profound to say. Okay. And that was, um, he was asked about like, what's next for him? What's, you know, what is his, uh, you know, future hold? What does he hope to, uh, you know, accomplish going forward? And he spoke about, Hey, I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good father to my kids. I want to be there for them. Um, uh, in a way that while I was playing, I certainly could not be. Um, and, and then he kind of talked about trying to, I guess, find his next passion in life and he um he has a farm up in wisconsin now that's obvious hunting is a passion of his obviously he's already an accomplished uh media personality in our business um, he's gotten much know, better every year when you he know first came we're, out, working for, rough, you know working for a lot the, better you know working for the nfl network he's got a couple of podcasts he does um He's, you know, involved with the, the Browns broadcasting a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of selfishly was hoping he was going to take Doug Deacon's place uh, in the radio. Booth. I think that's just a matter of time, right? I mean, he'll, well, he'll I probably think do it at some point. High school, then, then I think that's something that he might consider yeah, if doing. If his kids are playing in college, he's not going to want to do it then either. Yeah. I wouldn't if I were him. Well, so, but, you know, he, he you know, offered advice. You know, you, you can't just work all the time and, and, you you have to you have to find something you're passionate about a hobby or an interest or whatever and it's just it's it's vitally important you know for for like your person i'm paraphrasing right uh, uh, but that was uh i, I thought a uh a, a message that um resonates you know find find your passion in life find something that you love to do whether it's your job or a hobby or something like that outside of day-to-day obligations of, you know, you know, family or, you know, things like that. So I, I thought that that was, um, uh, you know, pretty poignant coming from him. Very nice. All right, Daryl. So uh, we've talked a lot about Joe Thomas over the last couple podcasts. I do, when we get it to our next podcast, there's a bunch of uh, NFL topics I want to get to. Also at, at the end of the Super Bowl, there were a bunch of commercials for the USFL and, I wondered about uh, the viability of a spring football league and how that's going to do in Canton, because I mean, that's right there where, where we live. And so I, I want to talk about that in the next podcast. I also want to, uh, uh, it, you know, there, this link from Northeast Ohio to being prominent coaches uh, in the NFL is just expanding uh, before our very eyes and the influence of places like, St. Ignatius and John Carroll and Mount Union and, um, you know, how this little area of the world is such a big name when it comes to the NFL, not only being the birthplace of football from Canton, but also, you know, becoming this, I don't want to say breeding ground because it seems like a weird word to use there, but uh, becoming this hotbed of where coaches are coming from and and the philosophies that are being used here and um, and how they've, uh, you know, just really like had such a major impact 
in the NFL. And, and Daryl, you know, we watch that every day and we see that. And, you know, the next thing you know, you turn around, not only are you talking about brothers from Cleveland Heights, but you're talking about, you know, a head coach from St. Ignatius, or you're talking about guys that were John Carroll. And, and you know, I could repeat myself over on that, but we're going to do that in the next podcast. So we're going to talk about that. And there are other things going on in the NFL. So this is a kind of a unique week for us uh, on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Uh, stay tuned. Hang around for our producer, Meredith Kane. He's Daryl Ryder. Thanks for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. We also want to congratulate Joe Thomas just one more time because the ride's going to be fun throughout the summer uh, as we see tributes and and just, you know, ride the wave to Canton with Joe. And next thing you know, we'll know is if the Browns are in the game or not. So hopefully we'll know that news pretty soon. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. She's Meredith. Thank you for producing. We appreciate you listening. If you want to be a part of the show in the future, especially our mailbag shows, all you need to do is hit us up on social media at Game Day CLE on both Instagram and Twitter. It's always game day in Cleveland. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.